Everyone uh, online is talking about this. Earlier today, OnlyFans announced that it's going to block all X-rated content starting in October. <laughs> the, the, what? <laughs> this would be like Playboy only printing the articles. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> also, just a side note, if you're watching this with someone and they quickly ask, what's OnlyFans? Trust me, they know exactly what it is. <laughs> And you know what? I have the same expression. Because I definitely know what OnlyFans is. Okay? And you do too. I don't know what you're talking about. No, yeah. I'm not gonna I do know what OnlyFans Y'all is. Y'all don't know about the Cold Pop OnlyFans page? <laughs> I, I, better, I better get on it. Boy! Better go and check it out. I'm not, anyways, okay. so we're definitely talking about OnlyFans this week and the crazy move that they made on their it's platform. So right. They're going to go the way of Tumblr and everything else is unused. They're going to lose so much money. This is embarrassing. You have OnlyFans, Bay? No, I do not. Did you hear my little my little rewrite? I did. Okay, so we have to talk about that and we're okay. going to get more into it because I know you got OnlyFans, Bay. We're going to be vulnerability today. Okay. That's the thing. <laughs> um, we're talking about the uh, Miss Pat show. We're talking oh, yes. about Lizzo. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm coming to you again with the Britney Spears update. And I'll once again have the Jeopardy update. So, <laughs> yeah, it's it's a regular good old show of co-pop. Let's hit it. Let's get it started. Is that the name of yeah, the Yeah, Barbie Girl was trending on uh, Twitter today. Yeah, as it should have because been. Because of RuPaul's, uh, RuPaul's Drag Race uh, All-Star Season 6. Bloop, bloop. Okay, so shout out to Silky Nutmeg Ganache. We're going to talk a little Spoiler bit about alert. that. We need to talk about that. Yes. We need to talk about... Well, we introduce ourselves. Well, no. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm Marcus Drew Steele. And if you are listening for the first time, oh I gosh. am the... Uh, debonair, Most the dapper, extra. Uh, the intelligent, exaggerative, Trenton Rashad, uh, co-host of Cold Pop, Thank lead you. host, supervising <laughs> lead executive host. host of Cold Pop. Okay, Kelly Rowland. Right. <laughs> Second lead vocalist. Second lead vocalist. <laughs> Anyways, how are you? How's I'm it good. going? I'm good. I feel like that there was just a lot happening. Yeah. So the moment that we stopped recording last week, mm -hmm. pop culture just kind of did like a whole as it always does freaking 360 That's this all week. It, so always. I'm just like, okay, like I wanted to call you like Sunday and being like, hey, look, we, we need, need to, to record an yeah. excerpt. So yeah. um, yeah. So there's been so much going on. It's been a good week for me. Um, to start off, I watched uh, Respect. Mm. Um, so that was okay, like okay, the okay, okay. Scale of one to ten, what are you giving it? I'm going to give I'm going to give respect this movie in terms of creating a entertaining piece of film. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give them a seven. Oh, 
I'm going to give them a seven. Mm, that's not I good. Give, no, I think that that's good. I'm going to mm. give Jennifer Hudson a ten. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, tell me. Tell me I more. I think Jennifer Hudson I've was heard the a lot only of good great thing to kind of come out of this. You know, I'm not going, I'm kind of going in a little bit biased already because if you remember on a previous episode of Cold Pop, I talked about what I wanted to see from this film after having watched Genius. And from this film, without saying too much, I can understand why the family went with this script and with this project. Mm -hmm. I can, I, it, it totally makes sense. Did it leave you fulfilled or, cause I know, remember, I remember we talked about how the thing, the, some things that you wanted to see or at least acknowledged did you get any of those wishes or were things still left unsaid? Yeah. Oh, so I think that Respect as a film lived most of the beginning and the just ambiguous. It uses a couple of different cinematic devices to kind of bring these, this like kind of like an artistic uh, feel to some moments of the film. And it's, it doesn't necessarily play. I think we're kind of, I think the audience is left kind of confused, or I'll at least speak for myself. I was left kind of confused about like, like oh, what's happening? Mm -hmm. Oh, this is art. Oh, this is this is an artistic, you know. Right. Um, it didn't flow. It didn't flow so correctly. Like I think, like I said, I really enjoyed uh, Jennifer Hudson. I unfortunately did not buy Forrest Whitaker as uh, C.L. Franklin. Oh, really? I, I didn't. And I, hey, sue me. Kill me cancel me i don't know i just didn't <laughs> but um i think overall it was an entertaining film and i give it a seven yeah so that was um okay that was my that was my review okay i love it i'm, I'm loving okay because i still want to see it yeah I, I think you should go watch it. i think you should go check it out you went to the movie theaters I right went to the theaters was to it crowded it. was there a lot of people um, there so we actually went to harper theater in hyde park oh, which okay. is one of our favorite theaters yeah. and that's a special meaning that's what i remember i have a very um, very interesting memories of Harvest Theater. Oh, your your face is on the um, outside at the front. <laughs> Anyways, continue. not allowed to come in. This is not about me. Um, no. So yeah, it was a little crowded. Yeah. Um, but it was um, what I enjoyed most. What I saw and what I enjoyed most about this um, was it was such a mixed audience. Yeah. You had yeah. my age group. You had my mom's age group. You had my grandmother's age group. You had my little cousin's age group in there. It was mm -hmm. just so many different people and it, that was what was most exciting just about like how universal this was mm -hmm. and I think um, that's what I chose to focus on because being in the theater you do it, it, it was very odd. It was my first time in a theater since the pandemic. Yeah. And you start to um, remember all those just little special things about mm -hmm. movies and coughing and chewing and yeah. spitting and <laughs> um, yeah. People <laughs> so, talking. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. So. Okay. What else have you been watching? Um, I had a really great week with Housewives um, this week. And I just want to send a special shout out to uh, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills producers. I saw. This is, this was good. So this, uh, for those who don't know, Real, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, one of their uh, big cast member, big, big cast members, excuse me, Erica Jane, 
um, is going through some very severe legal trouble right now. Her husband of, I think, over 20 years, Tom Girardi, um, is being brought in uh, for what has been called a Ponzi scheme, um, taking money from um, orphans and widows and people who had won settlements because of accidents um, and using that to you know, run his lifestyle for him and Erica. And so it's been really tough, but this week was the first week which I felt like the show actually took a deep dive into it through the cast members. And so um, the episode was called Seasons Grillings. Um, and this basically was an interrogation between as Erica sat down at the table and all of the rest of the housewives asked questions about the articles and what was coming out in regards to the case. Um, once again, I thought it was done well. I was nervous because I didn't know if Bravo was going to like take it easy on her. Mm -hmm. Because I think anyone else would have just said, you know what, I'm not going to film this year. I yeah. have all of this crazy shit going Maybe on. Maybe she wanted to share. But she was like, I'm going to film. I'm, I'm going to do this. And so I was very nervous that Bravo was like, you know what, since you're being such a good sport, we're going to take it easy on you and we're going to be supportive. But mm -hmm. I did not feel that that was the case. They are, they are, they are definitely towing the line um, very excellently in regards to how the stance is on their case. So good. I thought it was a really good episode. Good. Um, so shout out to them. I watched The Sweet Life. Um, See, I haven't. Right show. I, I just, I've been busy trying to catch up on other things. Yeah. Can we hold off on The Sweet Life until you don't next want me week? To, so you don't want me to talk about no, it? No, because I want to watch. It's on my to-do list this weekend. So you wanna you wanna stop what I'm doing? Yes. You want me to dim my candle so yours can shine bright? Yes. Stop in the no. Name I'm gonna talk about it. So I really no. like Sweet Life. I thought it was good. Okay. Um, and that's all I'm gonna say. Good. What I will say really quickly, yeah. is that I don't know if I'm the age group for this show. Oh, you don't think? You think it's straight? I don't know. I want to see. I only, I only watched the first episode, uh -huh. so I'm gonna watch a couple more. But I'm like, oh, maybe I'm aged out of this. Oh. This is a little young. Possibly. Okay, yeah, okay. It's on my to-do list this weekend. I will be getting to it. We will talk about it next week. Okay, All Star 6, I know you watched. Yes. Okay. So, I have some things I want to say just really quick. What do you want to say really quick? First off, it was a good episode. I thought, I thought it was, it was very fun. I was entertained. I was entertained. It was fresh. I definitely saw where this was headed. Here are my things. Number one... Silky was definitely chosen to be like the plot point this episode. Yeah. That's why she kept winning. It's not because like, oh yeah, she's just getting lucky winning these lip syncs. No, she was already chosen to have won those. They wanted now, are you she saying, basically got her own episode. Now wait, are you saying that she, that they that RuPaul would have allowed her to win whether the other person performed well or not? Yes, because there were a couple of people who performed better than her I, and still lost. I think that there was only, right now, one person that performed better than Silky that should have won. I don't, you, do, do we want to say it on three? One, one two, two, three, Jan. Jan. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she lost she, that. Yeah, I, she lost absolutely. It, and that's what it was. Absolutely. But, you know, I, I, after I saw that, I said, mm, "Okay, so she's definitely here." But here's my thing. Right. Oh, this is legendary, right? But my thing is, is that they what what I think about is competition, and I think about fairness. What makes sense? Eureka comes back. Right. She was the most recent. She's been exactly. here for everything. It makes sense. I don't think you would have someone who was voted off third in the competition who, who missed basically the entire season 
allow them to come back. You better ask Morgan end. McMichaels because you won't you won't do her. But, and she got voted off that same. But episode. she came back. Okay, she said I'm coming back because baby. We, there was just a stunt in the she show. Is the elephant heavy? A stunt in the show I'm showing back. a stunt. And so for me, at the end of the day, after watching all the performances, do I think Silky beat Jiggly? Yes. Do I think yes. Silky beat um, Akira? Uh, yes. <laughs> we'll get to that too. <laughs> Uh, what's the girls? The Yara, Sophia. Yara. Yes. Yeah. Do I think um, Silky beat Scarlet Envy? Yes. yes. <laughs> Do I think Silky beat Jan? No. no. I think Jan won that. Jan definitely won that. And, and you know what cackled what me when Jan came around that corner? She said, "Play the fucking music." Yeah, she see was the ready. Look at her face. She's mad. She Somebody, was I think Roger was like, "Oh, she's mad." Oh, she's mad. I would, yeah, she's she's <laughs> sick of said, the game. Play the fucking music. And Rue did it again. And yeah. you know what? Akira said, no, you won't do me like See, you did. You that's what do, I think. You won't do me like you've done Jay. Yeah. She said, I'm going to take this and run with it. I don't need this anymore. Yeah. Kiri so, said, I'm not. She said. That was very smart said, of her. do you want to play a game? Kiri said, no. No. I'm no, thank home. you. I respectfully declined. Um, but no, yeah, I don't think Silky beat Jan, and so therefore it should have been Jan versus Pandora. Mm -hmm. But of course, production, producing, I'm a producer, I know this, yeah. you want to see Silky and Eureka. Eureka and Silky are the, that's like the main event. That was because the main it's event. two big girls fighting for a spot in like the top. Impressed with it was the just okay. It was whack. Yeah, it was just. I think Eureka did fine. Like it was. I think Silky did fine. Besides getting caught in the costume, child, a getting mess. stuck. I was like, oh yeah. Well, she somebody was like, this. why is she Missy Elliott? Why is she? I, that's what I uh, thought she somebody was. Somebody said, why is she Missy Elliott? I thought she was Missy Biggest Elliott. Loser. Can't stand the rain. Yeah, child. So me personally, personally for me, yes, I think that. Eureka won that. Also, I think Eureka won. I think she's. I think she's going to be the one coming back. Yeah, I mean that's what makes sense and it seems the most yeah. fair. Now, what have you been watching? That's what I want to know. All right, so let's get into what I've been watching really quickly. Well, first, how's your week been? My week was be has been hectic, but okay. Oh, okay. Um, let's, it was great to just kind of sit. No, we don't got to unpack it. <laughs> no, no, no. What did Deborah Cox say? No, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> oh child, don't uh yeah. Find the note. Find the two. <laughs> Find the two. Find the beat. Um no, I um to, week has been fine. Auto tune that. I want to talk about what I've been watching. So first off, but wait, what's this Lark restaurant that you was? Oh yeah, about? we went to Lark restaurant over the weekend, and, and I, I love going there. And because of the Moscow meals, they're really known for their. They have a huge menu of Moscow meals, and if you know me, my favorite drink is a Moscow meal. However, when you get anyways, however, when you get a Moscow mule, you get a duck in it, and you get to keep the duck. It's like a toy rubber ducky or whatever. Mm -hmm. But they're cool because it's all different types of little personalities and ethnicities and stuff like that. And so I like going there to collect the ducks and stuff like that and just drink. And it was nice out. We got ducks. to sit on the patio. I have some ducks. I'll give you those ducks too. Um, yeah, JLT's got all my ducks. Oh, okay. I'll give them to you. Drinking. Them to him. Drinking. No, we will, I want to collect my own. Yeah. So maybe I'll go back. I I'll back. just give you the ducks. How about that? No, you can keep them. I went to a really cool restaurant too this week. Where'd you go? I went to Bloom Plant Kitchen. Where's it's that? It's all vegan. It's in Wicker Park. Mm -hmm. I sat next to Taylor Bennett. Oh, dude, that's it was right. Weird. You it said was that. like, oh, he's so tiny. <laughs> um, but he's cute. He reminds me of Simba. When I think about him, yeah. I just like think of Simba. Simba. That's and I always say it like that. Simba. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was a really cool. Who was thing. he there with? Uh, he was there with some. Girl, gorgeous girl, two guys. Was it his girlfriend? I don't think so. 
he's dating a girl, isn't he? I, I don't know, and I'm not really interested. <laughs> that has nothing to do with me. Um, okay, anyway. No, it was cool. It was nice. So, okay, but the right. weekend was chill? Yeah, weekend was all right. Um, hopefully, this weekend will be just as chill. I kind of like being able to sit around and do nothing for a little bit, because I feel like every weekend has just been go, go, go. And so, it's nice to just sit and do nothing. It's tough because it's like, yeah, you definitely want to sit and do nothing, but then you might get FOMO and it's like... And the uh, next thing you know, you're out of some mouse. Child, I was at, I did a marathon last weekend. It was crazy. I was like at a brunch, but then I feel like I went to my friend's family barbecue mm-hmm. and I definitely was acting like I was a part of the family. <laughs> I was like well, taking duh. photos. They was, they, well, they told me to get in the photos. They was like, get in here. Right. And then I like did my phone up, you know, like the little selfie millennial thing. And then like all the, like a couple family members got behind me. I'm a, I'm definitely a cousin. Shout out. So, you gotta work your way into this family. Exactly. Um, okay, so what I've been watching though. Yes. These are the things I've wanted to mention to you. So first off, if you have not seen Malice at the Palace on Netflix, Ooh, I wanna watch you that. You have to watch it. I have so much more respect for Ron Artest. At this personally, I know he's. I just found out he also has a documentary out in like 2016. But this is the first time I've ever heard him speak publicly about his is mental this, health issues. Wait, didn't he change his name a little bit to uh, Meta World Peace? Yeah, for a little bit. Does he still go that? By no, that? I think he's back to Ron Artest okay. now. Yeah, but the documentary is really good because it talks about the Indiana Pacers um, and their fight to win a championship for um, what's his name? Their literal fight. Gosh, I see his face, but I can't I literally remember his name. But yeah, no, yeah, I, I meant that in all the literal sense, like literally fighting the Detroit Pistons and their fans. But you get to hear their side of the story and see the backup footage that proves they're right. And you're like, oh, wow. Yeah. It's a really good, It's and the documentary is also really well done. So if you have not seen Malice at the Palace, That's it's on, on Netflix. Sure. Watch it. Okay. Um, also, we watched Suicide Squad. I forgot Ooh, to mention yes. that the other week. So what'd you think? It was cute. It was definitely better than the other one. So you feel like, okay, they've now rectified the yes. first film. Okay. Yeah, it was solid. It was definitely solid. Um, I'm very interested. Uh, John Cena, he's getting his own show on HBO that. Max. as that the, what The Guardian, whatever his name yeah. was. So he's getting his own show. And then they're talking about bringing Harley Quinn and something else back. I feel, like, she, I feel like we might have seen it. Let's give Harley Quinn a break. Maybe, yeah, because there's some other characters to focus on, and we have this Birds of Prey. Mm -hmm. Let's maybe let's (laughs) let's take a let's take a step back. So, but I thought it was good. I thought it was good. Um, I've also been watching What If still. That's a favorite show. I've been hearing good things. Um, This past episode that came out uh, was um, one of the last things that Chadwick Boseman did before he died. Oh wow! So it was good to hear his voice. Okay. And like, cause he voiced out the what character. What episode is that? This is episode two. This is only the second episode. Okay, well, I might have to. But he'll be that. in a few other episodes as well, and so it's good to kind of hear him act and do what he does best one more time. Um, and then finally, the biggest thing, the new thing, one of my new favorite shows, Nine Perfect Strangers. Oh yeah. Let's talk about it. I yeah. I like this show. I watched, so I watched the first episode, and I definitely liked it. Coming off of White Lotus. This was there a definitely nice, similarities. Yeah, there's some similarities, and it was just like a nice, like, oh, well, this, this, you know, this could kind of fit into that void a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I can already tell it's definitely, um, it's not as subtle as White Lotus. This is definitely a um, drama. Yeah, drama, it's a dramedy. A dramedy. It's um, definitely a dramedy. Yeah, yeah cause because it's funny. 
Yeah, so there's definitely there's a lot going moments. on, um, you know, right off the bat. But I thought yeah. it was so from the first episode, I'm I'm definitely hooked. I've watched all three, and I just want to say the cast, perfect, perfect yeah. casting. Everybody. I thought there was a lot of good people in here. So, so first, I was gonna go down the list really quickly. So, you know, I love me some Bobby Cannavale. Oh yeah. Me. And him and Melissa McCarthy have been doing several projects together lately. Nice. And so it's uh, yeah, very no, interesting. I like him too. I've loved him since Will and Grace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they have really good chemistry. Is he still married to Sutton Foster? I think so, yeah. Hey. Yeah. But he and Melissa McCarthy have really good chemistry. They're funny as hell in this. And Melissa's, so it's good to see she's them. She's doing good work. She's definitely the anchor point of she's, this show. Yeah, she's doing good work. I mean, from and the very good. first episode, the scene at the car yes um on the side of the street yes on the side i'm of the like road. oh my god yeah. it's like okay <laughs> she, like keep watching like them because episode two in. and three like you can tell she's the focal point she's of this locked in. but she's funny and then bobby cannavale plays off of that also luke evans playing his part perfectly as like the gay asshole as i was like he's isn't he gay yeah but keep watching so he's good um also a uh, michael shannon Total 180 <laughs> from the characters that he plays. Michael Shannon is it's killing perfect. it. Michael Shannon is giving us dad, uh, the, yeah. the teacher dad. But it's uh, so believable. Dad. Yeah. It's so, so believable. Like the way he interacts with his family. And then don't even get me started. Regina Hall. Oh my I, gosh. After you watch these three is it episodes, Carmel is her name. I'm like, girl. I'm like, okay, Carmel. After you watch these other two, you will understand Regina has the range. She's really good. She should I mean, be no, getting seen, more serious we know, parts. We've known that she's had the range for quite some time. She is so legit. Yes. Ever since The Best Man, oh she's gosh. been so legit. Oh my gosh. You and remember her in The Best Man? I do. As yeah, playing the stripper. Yeah. <laughs> I love I her. Yeah, no, she. Um, but she play. She plays this. It's funny, but like she also has some serious parts. And like she said, oh, she's she got said, an issue. You're all that I hoped you were. <laughs> I was like, girl, get, get out like, of here. What? Yes. No. And then also the last girl, Samira Wiley, is her name. She's the very pretty girl that's with Melvin Gregg, who. If you don't know, he was from Vine. Melvin wait, wait, Gray wait. No. Vine. Samira Wiley? So the black... That's... Not Samira Wiley. I think it's Samira Weaving or something like that. Oh, okay. Samira something. Are you um, saying the girl... Also, the girl that's married to the black guy? Yes. Okay, The Instagrammer. Girl. And Got so it. first off, Melvin Gregg, the black guy, he's from Vine. He came up with all of I was about to say, I remember him from something. And it's yeah. so very interesting to see him get a legit role. Like, this will be hey, really I'm good for, for his resume. Congratulations. Um, but the other girl, the, Wait, his I'm wife... Nicole Kidman. She can act. His wife, she can act. Okay. Like, there's an episode that comes up that her and Melissa McCarthy have a, a scene together, and then her, she has this scene with, like, all of the girls. I'm like, oh, baby girl, it came to play. I'm excited. Because she's holding up well against, like, all of these veterans on the show, you know? Like, you're acting with fucking Nicole Kidman. Yeah. And, you know, Melissa McCarthy and, you know, stuff like that. Like, these people are well-known yeah. people. So, I give that, the show, I give the show... I like it better than the White Lotus, personally. Okay, we'll see. Oof. I think the cast is a little bit better, and Oof. it's funny. And I like funny. I think White Lotus is just so heavy and like, ugh. But this gives you like funny with the heavy, and so it. Makes I don't want to say too much about White more. Lotus, but we watched the season finale, and yeah, I, I heard. I, I clocked it from the beginning. I heard. Everybody was online talking about I would fear for my life from these two girls. I clocked it from the beginning. Yeah, that's all I want to say. So, but yeah, no, not perfect strangers. I'm definitely excited to watch more. Um, it seems really good. Nicole Kidman's Russian accent 
is cracking me up. I'm still I'm looking at these wigs. Girl, listen, because you already know Nicole Kidman's wigs are always um, on point. Um, not. Not the um, one in the pool. I was about to say not. I'm saying not um, the one in the pool. But no, she uh, she is killing me with this Russian accent that she's given uh, when she was like, you are all here to die. <laughs> I'm like, this Australian fried Russian accent, man, please, please go get a dialect coach. That's the other thing I wanted to say. When I watched the first episode, I was like, Oh my gosh, like this intro reminds me of like Big Little Lies. <laughs> and then I went and looked and it's from the same creator. David Kelly. Yeah. You know he loves the same shit. I so. said this is very Big Little Lies in yeah, this intro. This hippy dippy music and Well, first I mean I'm what? Like, okay. I mean from the first like first credits, I'm like, oh, this must be about a fucking yeah. like ayahuasca retreat. <laughs> like this is very hippy dippy. Oh, so we're gonna be doing LSD yeah. ayahuasca. Everyone's done a cleanse before they came. Yeah. And now we're going to like talk about journeying through your high. Oh my gosh. I'm excited to watch the rest of this. I don't know how many episodes it is, but they come out singularly every it's Wednesday. David Kelly. It's probably going to be a limited series. Yeah, of course. I mean, I could see them rotating out the cast. It's going to be like three and a half episodes. So. Oh God. <laughs> Anyways, uh, that's all I have. So you want to take a break? Yeah, let's take a break and we'll be back with our most beloved segment entitled Woo Child. Hey everyone, it's me, Trent and Rashad, and we are back with Woo Chow. Wait, that's not how it goes. Well, I was waiting for you, but you were you were eating. <laughs> I was. Okay, you want? Don't, do you really know what I was doing? Well, because well, I, I saw you chewing. I was swatting gnats out of this house. Oh, Chow, don't even bring it okay, here because there's a little that's fruit what I fly. Was doing. Yes, we do have fresh so, fruit around. Yes, okay, the, yeah. So what? Are we good? No, you here? see a little. Do you see anything crawling? No, yeah. you don't. So well, you I, see a little. Neck. I just got something out of don't the sky. Don't even try to front me. It was flying in front been, of my face, literally, at, on see, a construction site. And for I the didn't past want to put weeks. your tea out like that, but you, you don't put any shit. tea out. Yes, there's fresh fruit Absolutely. around. So don't even. There's plenty of plant life and greenery Shoot. around. So don't even play. <laughs> Not plant life and greenery. Hello, what do you see? Exactly. So okay, let's try this again please why am i always having to bring us in i wanted to talk to you about this last week and i went in okay. and i went into our boss's office <laughs> okay and i talked about this i said mars has a way of trying to tell me that i have to bring in us every i have to bring us in every time and it's not fair it's not right we're getting we're supposed to be getting Paid the same amount of money. We need to be doing the same amount of work. So are you saying you don't like doing the break? I thought you liked doing them. First off, no, I don't. Oh. So that's yep. So that's okay. New to you. Well, I yeah, that's definitely new to me. But I have no problem doing it, but because I want to carry my my load of uh -huh. this project too. Uh huh. But it's just like wow, like I feel like you're just kind of stepping over me a little bit. Okay, so you tell me what you do. You want me to do the intro? I'll do, do this one. Oh, okay. I thought so. And then yeah. let's let's do. Don't get don't get cute. <laughs> yeah, I thought so. I'll do this one. I have I no problem doing this one because so. I'm already started. Yeah, but you need to make sure that you so why do we just flat, worry about then, this one? Well, no. You know what? I'll do this one, and then you'll do spill, and you'll do fizz or flat. But it's not even my spill week, so why would but I do that? But you're gonna introduce me. So now, that's how we'll, do that. we'll be sitting on here All in right. silence for, here we go. for 10 whole minutes and then we'll move on Jane to Fisher Flat. Because you got okay. me all the way. It's time for our most beloved segment of this podcast entitled <laughs> Woo Child. 
This is the moment where Marcus and I get to go over the top pop culture moments of the week. Uh, the things that made us say, Marcus, you're up first. All right. My up for, oh, okay. <laughs> this is definitely a woo chow. And I, I want your thoughts on this because I'm going to read the entire statement. So Layla Ali is in the news. Um, I'm, I guess I'm assuming she's an anti-vaxxer. And so okay, she doesn't believe in the vaccine. Um, the reason why I say this is because she posted on Instagram this past week. Um, and I checked to make sure that it was legit. And it was. She says... People don't seem to understand that just because some folks don't wear masks, don't want the shot, don't listen to the media or live in fear, it doesn't mean they don't believe the virus is real or think they can't get it. They know it was created to harm humanity. They simply choose to build up and trust their own immune system like they have been doing all their life. If they get it, they will deal with it. It's a God-given choice. I know this kind of faith is impossible for some to comprehend, but lean not on your own understanding. Before you claim they are putting others in danger, you should do your own research to learn if that's actually true. You can't change anyone but yourself, so you do you. Real Hashtag real talk. Okay, Layla. What are your thoughts? Um, this is not really that surprising to me, if I'm going to be honest. I mean, you have to think about who her father was. He was like pro-vaccine. No, I mean, he was not. What I'm saying is is that he definitely marched to the beat of his own drum. He oh, was not someone right. that was going to be easily led, easily guided. And, you know, um, Muhammad Ali gives me the, the vibe and feel that he would be the person to question everything, you know? Um, so that's not necessarily that surprising to me that Layla has this viewpoint, regardless of what she's done and what she's, um, and what she's saying here. Um, help me out. She's not saying that she doesn't have the vaccine. Well, I think that is kind of implied. She's not saying that. I think it's kind of implied because I don't even know where this whole statement came from, like where it spawned from or why she felt the need to share this. And you know what? I'm not really sure either, but in this, what I'm I'm not getting that she is saying that what she's saying is let people do them and not necessarily I we don't need the vaccine. But I'm, I'm assuming that that's applying to herself as well. Or else she wouldn't be... Yeah, I, I don't know the context of why this statement. Mm-hmm. I just saw the statement and was like, yeah, this is definitely very interesting because I don't necessarily agree with some of the things that she's saying. But, I mean, yeah, I I don't know. I, I don't know what my thoughts are on that topic because I'm vaccinated. I was like, yeah, I want to do my part. I want to make sure that I'm safe and being healthy and helping also other people around me. Yeah. So I don't. I don't know. Ooh, child. I mean, mm, mm. I, yeah. I don't know. I think it, this is this is something that's tough. Just because once again, you have to you have to think about like what what the what is the actual message here? And I didn't right. hear anything in the message that was saying don't get it, but like don't persecute someone else for not getting it. That's what I'm taking away. I can see that. Right? Like, uh, I think it can kind of be seen both ways. I just, I think somebody had made a comment that I really liked. They said something to the effect of personal choice ends when public safety begins. And I was like, oh, hmm. that kind of sat with me. I was like, oh. Wait, okay, I wait. Kinda, say I that one more that. time. 
she said personal choice ends where public safety begins. And like, if the public safety of the group is more important than the individual, like why wouldn't you want to do your part to make sure that the group as a whole is safe and not just yourself or vice versa or choosing to put yourself at harm instead of being safe. And so that kind of, that, yeah, that was a very well put. And I was like, that made me think for yeah, a Yeah, interesting. Yeah. That's an interesting idea. So that's why I say, I don't know. Child. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you got? Okay, well, I want to go ahead and get right into it because the top headline of the week is what? Okay. There are going to be a lot of um, sad people out there come October 1st because OnlyFans has decided that they will begin a ban on all X-rated pornographic images and videos starting in October. Um, This is in an effort to help comply with their financial partners. Okay? Now, let's be clear. Everyone who knows, you know what OnlyFans is. If you don't, go look it up. Pause this podcast and go look it up. Because everyone knows what OnlyFans is. Of course they do. And then, I mean... the. OnlyFans has over 130 million users. For now. Okay. Right, for now, as of right now. But um, they came out earlier this past week and said that they will start to ban all sexually explicit content starting in October. Mm -hmm. Um, The statement says here, effective October 1st, OnlyFans will prohibit the posting of any content containing sexually explicit conduct in order to ensure the long-term sustainability of the platform. I get it. Now, listen. What I don't I'm, get it. I get it. I, I mean, if if the people that are helping you kind of keep the lights on and keep things going, um, if, if you need to do what you need for them, like, I get it. But what I'm trying to figure out is, are you shooting yourself in the foot here? Oh, wait. Yeah, I was confused for a moment. I was like, wait, what are you talking about? But we're. I think we're saying the same thing. Like, yeah. They are shooting themselves in the foot because yeah. the people that are helping them keep their lights on are, are the those ones. Sex workers. Are, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, why would you do this? You guys are about to go the way of Vine. Do they know <laughs> how many people they would be putting out of business? Yeah. Yeah. And the that people other that site, are feeding their families off of this. Hey. And that other site just for fans hopped in and was like, hey. We're here. here. <laughs> I totally get that and understand that. Way to jump on it. Now, I'm right. not necessarily sure if they think, is it the plan that OnlyFans now will kind of be just for... Um, well, I mean, I feel like I think the idea is Celebrities? That you, you can still post like nudes and stuff. You just can't post videos, like any sexually explicit conduct of videos or anything like that. So I think pictures and stuff... Was, will still be on there, but I mean, we live in a very digital age now. So Right, that's what I'm trying to... So, it just seems to me a... that they... I think that this is an... I, or a hope to kind of move more to celebrities and keep it celebrities and kind of close that door. I mean, think about it, right? We remember when the whole thing happened with Bella Thorne joining, joining OnlyFans and how much back, backlash and things... Um, other celebrities mm-hmm. had received. I think that this just might be part of the plan that they've always had. It was like this was not intended to be this. 
And mm -hmm. so let's now, like, let's figure out a way to push these people out. Well, the celebrities didn't make the app famous. It well, no, was the no, 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 they it was didn't. the sex workers who did. So, I, and I totally because agree with that. Because it became synonymous with, you know, their product, with the porn industry. But I totally agree with that. I think celebrities were a byproduct who tried to hop in on that craze because all celebrities are narcissists. And that's just, it was what it was. And but I think yeah I think they're they're doing a very disservice to their base like you're you're alienating your base, and then you think with the expectation that celebrities are going to uphold you when it's like probably now, not. Now let me say this, um, one of my close friends Ooh. had told me. Oh, they were about to say they had OnlyFans. No 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 no. I would never put your tea out like that. Please. <laughs> I, I know you lying. I know you fucking lying. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm okay. Joking. No, I'll you, I tell you what I have thought of. Um, Adjust for fans. A foot only fans. Oh, Jesus. Like for foot fetishes. But fetishes that cute. They are. But I, 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 okay, kid you not. The last, never, the last time you came over to the house, what did I tell you? What did you say? I said, Ooh. oh, like you need to get a fetish. <laughs> yeah. But okay, yes, I do need to get one. But like, um, even on their worst day, they're still better than most. Oh, okay, okay. All right, go for it. But no, I met this one boy um, somewhere who does a, a, a foot only fans and he makes money. I'm, I like, believe he it. makes money. And I'm like, I oh, believe it. I, I, do yeah. I need to put my feet on the internet? Because I can go get some props. Possibly. But that's all I'm saying. No, I just think that they are wanting to kind of shift and become the next level of what, of who, whoever the creator of this is. It's not going to be much for long because I don't see it. I, I do think that they might be shooting themselves a little yeah. bit more in the foot here. If they had hurried and done it earlier, um, they could have, they may have, could have gotten some um, some traction, but now with like cameo and just how many celebrity people are on there, I think that that might just be it. Yeah, for OnlyFans. Sorry. What did uh What did a uh, boy say in uh, um, Hamilton? You'll be back. Yeah, yeah, and you you better hope just the fans ain't took all your people. Right. So. Ooh, child. Ooh, child. Marcus. Okay, what do you have up? Uh oh. <laughs> I thought I was done with this, but there is another Jeopardy update, honey. Child. All right. The story ain't over. It ain't over. Somebody on Instagram said, at LeVar Burton, the price yesterday Hello? ain't the same as the price today. Come on. I said, something say that word. <laughs> I said, say that. There's a lot of people that are speaking out about this. It's not the same. So what I'm talking about, Mike Richards, who was just named the new official host, has officially stepped down from hosting after a cascade of scandals. And this is according to Yahoo. A mess. Yahoo. Yahoo Entertainment. Okay. <laughs> a mess. Speech. Speech comprehension. <laughs> Yo, mess. This is according to Yahoo Entertainment. It says, Mike Richards is out as Jeopardy host just nine days after he was tapped to succeed the legendary Alex Trebek. Richards, who was also the executive producer of Jeopardy, Saw his old job, saw his, what? Okay, typo. Saw his hold on the job undone with astonishing speed after unflattering and downright ugly details surfaced about his past conduct and statements he made on an eight-year-old podcast series. You better be careful about what you say on a podcast. Hello? Mean it. 
Okay. Um, it says he'll remain the show's executive producer and episodes that Richard shot on Thursday in his first and only day as Jeopardy permanent host will run as scheduled to start off the new season on September 13th. Uh, so he made sure to get a few in the can He first. said, I got a few in the can, but we're going to play them right on. Yeah. They'll still air as uh, scheduled. Uh, what are your thoughts about this? So there's no word on what they're going to do now about Jeopardy host. Um, is Maya Malik going to step in for the time being? Or? I, told you, I think I honestly think that she's too busy with that other show, that Call Me Cat So what are they going to do? Because they just got renewed for a second season. So what are they going to um, do? So for me, I think now this has started to open up the conversation, at least on Twitter, I will say, about a video that surfaced of Alex Trebek. I don't know if you saw yeah, it. Yeah, that, but, but that video's old. Like, we've all but, knew I mean, this. people are now saying, like, hey, well, why haven't they reached out to this woman? And she said that she hadn't been reached out She's, to. And then she got on Twitter and was like, yeah, no one has ring my phone. Like, what's up? I would love to do this. But no one's ringing the phone. So I'm I'm here for, I think her name is, like, Laura Coates. Yeah. Um. So, like, let's, let's bring her in. Like, give her... At least give her an audition. Like, why wasn't she brought in? If he, if he's the one that said this is who I would want to see, why have we not explored that? Isn't it very interesting how two of the black uh, host potentials had to like reach out themselves on social media very because they didn't me. get reached out to? But I don't hear about this from any of the other guest hosts, mm -mm. like George Stephanopoulos or Robin Roberts or I, don't know, I guess Robin Roberts, but. Um, or Brett Favre, or whomever hosted. I don't know. Anderson like I Cooper. said, if this is the person that he has announced as who he would want to succeed him. So why not give her a shot? That was the first time shot. I saw that video. Oh no, yeah. I'd seen it before. Like he was like this. He was like Lauren Coates is who I think would be the person next to do it. And they said, and not oh. even an audition. That's crazy to me. They said no thanks. So they need to get it together because that's yeah. Yeah. So I no word on no word yet on who's actually going to be the new host. I I'm sure that'll be Oh, so that's the other question I had. Last question. So if you were on that audition circuit the last time and they ask you to come back again, do you come back? I don't think they ask anybody to come back. So then what do they do? I think you go with all new. I think anyone who they thought maybe well, you know I what? feel like it's kind of been tainted now. Yeah. Like, you will always be known as the... <laughs> well, I'm sure they're mad, too. It's like, you know, okay, I was used Second for publicity. Choice, yeah. And then not even given, like, a, a legit consideration. Yeah, I don't I don't think that that would be the move. At least I not for either. me. I would not go back and audition if they yeah. got me back. I, don't I would not I would do either. it. I'd be like, oh, no, it's like, I'm cool. Yeah. Um, or depend. Nope. You know what? Let me be honest. Depending on how bad I needed the job, there might be some of those people that need that money. Yeah, I, I need that money, Frankie. <laughs> they might need it. So, I mean, hey. Well, woo child. I think Laura Coates at least deserves an audition. Absolutely. And I think that now that that has kind of... Absolutely. I'm hoping that that Twitter um, snowball will do its thing. Let's hope so. Twitter, do your thing. Twitter, do your thing. Um, okay, what else you got? I have one quick Britney update. Oh, oh yeah, go ahead. Dun, dun, dun. Um, we have to talk about this because, once again, I think as we have seen with this family before, things will start to kind of twist and turn. Um, the Spears family has been really great about creating the narrative around Britney Spears. They have. And I think that that's taken um, place once again this past week when there was a report about Britney Spears um, having an actual battery charge um, in terms of after having a physical 
confrontation with a, a member of her staff. Um, now, apparently, this has been going on for a couple of weeks now. It all started when Britney Spears' dogs had been taken away uh, from the home. Um, as it's been reported through page six, Britney Spears' dog sitter took two of her dogs to a vet um, to be checked out, but according to Britney, had never brought them back home. So once that happened, uh, Britney Spears demanded a number of answers uh, from the dog sitter. The dog sitter had apparently saw that the dogs were not being cared for and put them in the care of like a, like a, you know, like a um, dog, like a doggy daycare. Mm -hmm. um, so with this, Brittany, things got heated between Brittany and the dog sitter and Brittany uh, allegedly, I'm saying allegedly here because we don't know what happened, but had allegedly struck the dog sitter on the arm. Now, listen, all of this to me, I, like I said, we don't know exactly what happened, but to me, this seems like something that was crafted and placed by Jamie Spears and team. Of course. Okay. I'm not going to get, I mean, I'm going to give Brittany the um, benefit of the doubt um, as it kind of comes here in terms of whether there was this, um, it appears as, yeah, it's a misdemeanor battery charge. Um, you know, regardless of what happened, it's interesting that this story is getting so much publicity as it is right. with the recent removal of Jamie Spears exactly. as conservator. Almost as if it was manufactured. So, as we know, Britney Spears at this point, I think 39 years old, um, has two kids. That she has, doesn't even have custody of. Like, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't think two dogs would be an issue for her. Now, who knows? All I'm going to say is, is that here we go again. And I'm like, to me, this shouldn't even be a story. Like, let her just like let her be, you know, because this is how this things always start is, you know. Oh, right. We're with Brittany and she got this little victory and the media is with her. And then it's like they just automatically turn and try to like paint her, you know, start co covering these very negative things and stuff about her. That's like, please, like, let her go and get her life together. You know, I mean, this I is a traumatizing experience. I mean, it would be for anyone. It is anyone. traumatizing. It definitely is traumatizing. And this is clearly but manufactured. Once again, I also want to know. This is the thing. I want to know who is in the house with her. Like, who is like, if it's not Jamie, like, who are the people that like she can trust that she has with her? Does she have anybody right. she can Does trust? Does she have anybody she can trust? You know, so. It's definitely a mess Woo and child. a um, Wu Chow on the part of this plant dog sitter that um, took my dogs and didn't bring them back. Like, girl, yeah, we about to have a problem. What do you think? Yeah, we are about to have a problem. Where, where, where are the dogs? dogs? Oh, I took them. Who told Woo, you to yeah, do that? Yeah, who? Because you definitely did not consult me. Uh, Wu Chow. Yeah. Uh, that's all I have. Are we ready to take a break? Yeah, let's take a break, and then I will be back with our spill segment. This week, we're talking about relationships, y'all. Ooh, Jesus. We'll be right back.
See, once again, I'm bringing us back for spell. I brought just us back because to it's your segment. And I'm bringing us back for spell. I just want to make sure segment. that we're taking tally. So, did you want me to tease your segment? Because I could have, but you hopped right in and did it. You can come in now. You can introduce me. Go ahead. All right. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, um, pop stars. This week's spill segment is brought to you by Trenton Dunn, and we're talking about the age old. My name is not Trenton Dunn on the show. My name is Trenton Rashad on this show. Don't ever try to front me <laughs> ever in your life. You'd be disrespectful. <laughs> and I don't appreciate it. Do the, do you better bleep out my name so I'm not playing with you. Do your show, girl. You better bleep do out your my show, name. Girl. You about to have Don't me you fired. have a segment to do? Because we're running long already. So we can cut it Listen, if we need to. Please, you will never cut one of my we'll segments. We'll cut baby. this whole cut segment. Yours. Okay. Um, so today we are talking about relationships, y'all. Um, and the question that I'm asking in this spill segment is, when do you stop bringing your representative to the relationship? Oh, that's a good okay. question. I think for hmm. me, and this kind of comes up, as everyone knows, I've recently moved in with my old man. We're now about a month and a half in. Has it been that long already? It has been that long. Wow. It has been that long. Wow. Um, and so we're about a month and a half in and, you know, there are things we're learning about each other and I feel like, yeah, at some point I'm kind of asking the question of like, you know, when do I stop, you know, can I always do the magic and um, is that, you know, is the magic still there? When do I stop bringing it? When do I need to be, you know, when can I be completely comfortable in me? I have the perfect answer for that. I think oh. you stop. Oh, okay. When it stops being realistic. Like what if, do you mean? Like if you feel like that you're doing something that is unrealistic to how you would normally act, maybe stop. Um normally act when I'm around him, yeah. If it's not realistic to cook a, a five course meal in thirty minutes, maybe don't. No, you know, maybe go for a different option. What are you talking about? Are you talking about when the last time you were over here? Well, no, I'm not, but that's also a good example. <laughs> I did cook, and it was fine. It like, was I fine, but that. I didn't. I didn't feel I, it was greatly appreciated. But realistic. Yeah, I didn't see you. I didn't see it, uh, any hesitation <laughs> on your part. Just because I was hungry, uh, tasting up. <laughs> but no, I think no, I think for me. But I think yeah. Yeah, I, I understand that in terms of being realistic, but mm -hmm. I think that there's also a part of this where it's like, um, part of me feels like this is a trial run too. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I have to kind of, sh you know, show what it's going to be like, you know, if we decide to take that next step or um, I want to make sure we get to that next step. So I will need to bring, I need to, you know, show my best representative right now. Um, so do you feel things. like that you do you feel like at this point in time that you are still showing your best representative? I, I pick and choose. Or is he taking a day off? Is he taking some time off? Absolutely not. I think I definitely no pick PTO? it. For me, no. I pick and choose when I want to bring some of those things. Okay. Um, for instance, right? Like one thing my old man loves to do, uh, and I'm putting you out on Front Street. Yes, I am. Uh, <laughs> loves to play music. All the time. Well, I, Loud. I, we music had this in conversation because I love that too. Morning, at night, I love morning, to noon, that. and night. And I, I love just, that. You know, I would love to like, walk around a house full of music, especially like, music ooh, that I like. Like, I'm yes. really trying to. I'm that girl. I'm that girl. Get into it. And, you know, this morning, uh, Aaliyah was streaming. And yeah. so I woke up to a four Wonder page million. letter. Yeah. And I'm just like. But that's the perfect way point, to wake up. Like, I'm just what? Like, okay, like, 
You're delusional. I'm gonna. You're delusional. I'm gonna keep it cute. You're delusional, I'm Bethany. Keep it cute. Take a so, take a step <laughs> take a step back. Cause what better way to wake up? In it's the just like I said. I think that there are there are times where I pick and choose to bring my representative, and like it's you know definitely that like picking your battles. What's so cool is I got some advice from my mom. <laughs> what did she say? And you know. Well, I was just talking about like we we're talking. I think we were talking about like decorations, <laughs> and she's like, and I think I, you know, he had put something up that I wasn't crazy about it, didn't like or whatever like that, and so I, you know, I was telling my mom about it, and she was just like, if you don't like it, close your eyes and keep walking. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, girl, you better get me together. She said, close your eyes and keep walking. I said, Ooh. I said, okay. I said, I can do that. It's called um, compromise. I said, oh listen. My gosh. So, I mean, it's okay. just, it's some of those things of like, well, when, you know, are there parts of me and things that I should have already said before, too, you know, when certain things come up? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm not going to put out all our tea, but there's just like things that come up of like, you know, I'm learning things I didn't know. And it's mm-hmm. like, ooh, should I have known this before? Like, mm, did I, you know, so it's trying to figure out that that balance of when do you start bringing your best representation of yourself to the relationship and what are those things that you feel like you could be a lot more real about. So um, let me ask you this then. Do yeah. you think constantly bringing your rep, your best representative is sustainable in the long run? Or no. should you, and why? I think it. you are now changing. Excuse me. I think for me... Bring your representative um, is not sustainable because you are constantly changing um, your behavior for someone else's approval or praise. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that you have to. Now, what I will suggest is bring it out in droves. You know, um, let's let's ration this mm-hmm. uh, carefully, or at least that's the model that I feel like I'm using. Mm-hmm. Um, because once again, like you don't want to, you don't want to necessarily um, lie to anyone about who you who right, you truly that's are. Not that's not the plan, yeah. right? But you do want to be able to be comfortable in your own space and right. um, in your relationship. Like they should know, you know, there are things that they should know about you, right? Um, fully going in about to the person that they're choosing to to love and be with. So. I think I agree with that. Yeah, it's it's uh it's weird because it's also part of this you have to think about too is like are you shooting yourself in the foot? I love this expression this episode. Are you shooting yourself in the foot with some of these things oh, yeah. um as you start to reveal more and more of who you are. Mm-hmm. Um so like <laughs> you know That's true. I like to leave my clothes in the dryer. So, you know, is that is that going to be an issue? Is that going to be a problem? Um, you, you know, let's say a person likes to leave stuff everywhere, shoes, comics, <laughs> bags. Okay, and we're done. Okay, everywhere. The other question you can find. Not... Didn't even know that that was a place to leave something. So it's just like, okay, we're gonna move on. We're going to move on. So wrap this segment up. Like, What's one piece of advice or thing, some, what's something I think that you've me, learned? I'll, so I'll give one piece of advice and I want you to give else. one piece of advice. Okay. I think for me, one of the things that I've learned is you have to start 
to show your representative. But, I mean, you have to stop bringing your representative and right. show your true self. Correct. But in, um, in, in rations, you have to ration right. that out. And mm -hmm. everything can't be, you know, a battle. Everything can't be a fight. And you have to kind of pick and choose when to do those things. Um, about when you want to reveal, you know, how you want to reveal your, you know, right. your truest self, your most, I, I won't say your truest self, because you should always be your you truest self, but I'm saying, I'm going to say self. this, your most comfortable. Yeah, just as you were to say, comfortable or relaxed. Your most comfortable self, that's what I'll say. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. And I, again, I think the, another point is just that, you know, if that's something that you choose not to do and you like are more comfortable, and maybe you, I feel like you have to always be on your game. Just know that that's not sustainable. Child, you know no, I mean? get out of there. It's one point in time, the, the uh, man behind the curtain is going to be revealed. Well, let me tell, let me give you an example, okay? And I'm going to take this off of me for one time, because I'm not going to give y'all all my tea, not today. Uh, okay. Um, but like, Real Housewives of Potomac, with Juan and Robin in their particular <laughs> oh situation. okay. And... Robin's kind of going through a little bit of like a depression or something like that, like a seasonal or mm -hmm. COVID depression. Um, and she was like not able to get out. Like she wasn't getting out of the bed until like noon or like one, two o'clock mm -hmm. in the afternoon. And mom was like, you need to get out of the bed. That's so unattractive. Mm -hmm. Those are the words he used. But like she's being her truest self. This is her coping mechanism for right now. Like, and they've been together for years. You know, I already don't see it for Juan and Robin. Well, I'm not, I mean, so. you know, no, what take them out of it, but just like kind of putting that, yeah, like, that's gotta you know, be exhausting. Is that, that's gotta be exhausting of maybe like of having to try to play this role. Um, yeah. And you don't wanna find yourself in that kind of situation. Mm -hmm. That's exhausting and unsustainable. Well, we wanna know what you think out there. So hit us up in the comments on our Instagram, on our Twitter. Um, and let us know. Use hashtag spill. Yes. Um, because we want to know what you think about this topic. And when do you stop bringing your representative? Um, and I think that we might see a um, Twitter question about this. I this can week. see that. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Well, let's take a break. And when we come back, we will get into our fizz or flat segment. We'll be right back. Alrighty, welcome back. Uh, since Trent is you on strike, us in one time on right, this episode. Since Trent is on strike from doing intros, um, you give me. Uh, we are about to get into our fizz or flat segment. That's when we highlight and talk about the top pop culture moments happening this week, and we give them a fizz if we love them or a flat if we're not. Boom. Um, what do you have up first? Well, I am going back to Drag Race for just a quick second. Please. Drag Race UK oh, yeah. in their third season has just announced um, that Victoria Scone will be a contestant. Mm -hmm. The special thing about Victoria is, is that she will be the franchise's first ever cis woman competitor. Wow. Um, so this is really cool. This is kind of like in terms groundbreaking for Drag Race. Yeah, yeah. Um, For those who don't know, Drag Race has had a long history of... Um, Being a boys club only, basically. Basic, uh, basically. Um, and so there was definitely certain unsaid rules about who could be on Drag Race um, in terms of men versus trans women um, and exactly where that, where that fallout has happened. Mm -hmm. uh, RuPaul took a little bit of heat um, in regards to some remarks that she made in regards to that. Um, but 
the competition has now since allowed trans women to compete and more um, and yeah and a lot and so but this is a huge step uh, for the drag race family the drag race franchise in terms of having their first ever cis woman competitor i think i mean victoria scone she seems really cool she is a, a little bit of a uh, broadway type queen right. uh she's 27 years old from cardiff um and so I, I'm excited to see what she brings, but a yeah, huge fizz in terms of the movement yeah. of, of drag race. Inclusivity. Now, do you think that we'll ever get to the point where we are able to see some drag kings? Um, I actually don't know if I would want to see them on RuPaul's Drag Race. I think they should have their own like spinoff series. Like It should be a spinoff series. Now you sound like RuPaul. So I th- I think it should be two different franchises. I don't see why it couldn't be its own franchise, like still under the same mm-hmm. banner and on mainstream, but two different franchises. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's see. Let's make it happen. I can see it being like I don't feel like they need to stand on you know what the queens are doing. Like that already speaks yeah. for itself. Yeah. And I feel like they already have the catapult to headline their own show. Who would do that show though? Like who would be uh, who would be the figurehead? I don't know. Maybe Rue would sit in on that. I mean, but she already sits in on so many other shows. Yeah, Rue said, so. y'all not going to get me on another thing. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Well, a huge Anywho. fizz for yeah. Drag Race um, and bringing their first cis woman competitor. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, one of my fizz or flats, uh, I just wanted to give a huge shout out to Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. Uh, the this premiere. looks really good. I nothing but stellar reviews. I'm I mean, actually, that's, I'm actually excited to watch this. Yeah, I'm very excited to see this. I have been online looking at the critics and the blogs and the streets, and everybody has given this stellar reviews. They say that there's some very epic fight scenes and even better cinematography and scenery, which is all of the things that you would get out of like a martial arts epic. And Definitely. so I'm extremely excited to see this and of course they were also talking about the two post credit scenes and how big major those were and so I'm excited to see those also I will be going to the movie theaters to see this now quick question for you uh-huh do you how do you feel about um Aquafina's um participation <sighs> in this because I love Aquafina I've loved her since Crazy Rich Asians um, and then she did Nora from Queens, but I know she's also had a lot of heat come recently. Yeah, she's had a lot of heat on Twitter because of the whole black scent thing. I don't really know how to feel about this. I don't really, like, she's funny in some things, and then some things it's a little cringy. Um, and then a lot of people online, um, especially in the on black Twitter, were pretty much dragging her because of, you know, her response to people calling her out on her, a.k.a. Black Scent. She's from Harlem, New York, or something like that. Wait, she's from Queens. Queens, New York, I think, yeah. I don't know. And she had made a comment about how, you know, her accent and her personality is a product of her environment or whatever. And then people were like, oh, well, you're from this part of New York that hardly has any black people there. So, like, what's the, how did this Black Scent come about? And then she had also said something about how um, she would never do like an Asian or a Chinese accent because she saw it as an act of minstrelsy and she didn't want to disrespect her culture. Oh, she's from Stony Brook. She's not from Queens. She's from Stony Brook. Yeah, she's from some white neighborhood. I don't know where that is. And so she's gotten a lot of dragon, especially because of this Shang-Chi premiere and that she's in it. And so people are not here for her, apparently. Yeah, I mean, which is, you know, not surprising. Everybody wants, you know... 
everybody has feelings about the way that you should talk and the way that you should speak. Um, and if you're profiting off a certain, you know, culture groups, type that's of not culture group, anything then that you know, yeah, you know, um, it's not cool. And so I don't know. I feel like maybe she'll. We'll see. We've seen this with some celebrities where they have straightened up that voice and they've stopped using it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what she. That's the. That was the other part of it. Is that oh, you use the black sit to get it to get to come on game, and then as soon as you get a critical acclaim, you d- dish it, ditch it, and then. You know, I feel like she's talked the same all the time. Uh-uh. I think once she had, like, after Crazy... Because, like, she didn't really start getting critical acclaim until after Crazy Rich Asian. She got critical acclaim with the um, the Farewell. Because she started off as a rapper. So there was a... Um, the, the Farewell was a film, which she did, where she played a... Um, her name was... I believe her name was Billy. Mm-hmm. Um, and... She played like an Asian American who had to return back to um, to China because her grandmother was dying. Gotcha. But she wasn't used. I do remember that film. It was a good film. She, she was not. Using, she was not speaking right. that. But she was also playing right. a character. Right. So how is that any different than putting on you know amateur blackface as a character because it's making you money or it's giving you the foot in the door that you need. And then to like, I, I, and I'm not saying I follow on either side or the other because I don't mm-hmm. like, I think Aquafina, Aquaf, Aquafina, Aquafina is okay in some things. You know, I'm not like a stan or a fan of her, but I did like her. I liked her in Crazy Rich Asians. Too. I thought she was funny. I, I mean, I yeah. definitely want to see her in Shang-Chi. I was just curious what you thought about that and whether you yeah. think that that could break I don't the film. Know. I don't know. Hopefully I don't not. think so. No, I don't think Hopefully so. Not. Marvel's such a huge juggernaut. No. And I don't think her role is that significant to where it would. Effect. She's not the headline, so okay. Uh, but I give the Shang Chi trailer and premiere and a, a huge fizz. Everybody looks great. Too. I'm excited. Representation to see is important. Absolutely. So, so huge I love fizz. it. Uh, what else you got? Uh, the last thing that I had I wanted to talk about was Circle is already back with season three. Ooh, when is it premiere? Yeah. So on September eighth. Um, the four-part uh, season three will start Ooh, on Netflix. Uh, you'll be able to stream it then, um, and it'll go from September eighth through the 29th. Do you think it's too early? No, not at all. I think it was too long the last time. It was over a year before they came back with season two. I think and that so this, this is. is more I feel like this schedule. is really quick. I don't think so. Um, I don't want us to burn out on the circle because I think it's a really good show. It's no different than Drag Race coming out with six seasons in a year. And ago. I think that they need to take a break as well. But you're still watching. Um, not all the seasons, no. But the main ones you are, and with the main ones, had yeah, I watch but two like, seasons I think, this year. But I'm like, I feel like that there is just a lot of. I don't want them to burn out on the circle. I think it's really good. I'm, I'm I think it might be too, too quick. I don't think so. I'm excited to see it. And did we? Did they always just premiere just one month? Because this is going to yeah, be one month. Yeah, it's not a very long. It's not a very long show. Like there's only like what? What did Beyonce seven, say about you know people who just pop pop them out? She said something about like people who just pop hits out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that's a little bit about what's going on here with the circle. I don't know exactly how I feel with them coming so quickly, coming back so quickly. Um, I could use a little bit more time because I think. One thing I will say about this is that the Circle contestants, they don't really get a lot of shine beyond 
that, it's all about that, how you that use quick it. little time. How can I can't you manufacture think of one, it into? I can't think of one that has been able to do it. Well, it's only been two seasons, so somebody's yeah. got to be smart enough to get in that right door and talk to the right people. You know, I think it could definitely just like the real the real world contestants. You I know? think if they give them a little bit more time in between, they'll they'll be able to find the footing. But uh, yeah, um, you give this a fizz. Uh yeah, I give it a fizz. I'm giving it a flat. Yeah. I think I, I think it's too early. I think we need a little bit more time in between seasons. Are you gonna watch it when it premieres? Um, I don't know. You're you're so lying. To I my really face. don't know. You are so lying. No, I'm to being my dead face. serious. I really don't know. You will I, be watching. I think I, I I might try to like catch an episode, but this. I, we did a whole bit on the circle because we loved it so much. That's season one. We did a whole bit. You'll definitely be watching. And you watched season two with me, and there were many times I fell asleep. But you fall asleep on every show. Not necessarily. No, necessarily. But, um, I think. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Okay. I think it's too early. I'll see if there's anybody on there that I'm like excited about. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll watch it. Hater, I won. No, I just think I think they should do it. I just think it's a little too early. It's very quick. Uh disagree um anyways move on the last thing i want to talk about is the miss pat show on bet plus i saw this a lot on twitter this week and watched a couple of scenes and stuff like that very interesting show um i just want to give a quick premise it says it's a bet plus original a formerly incarcerated comedian miss pat tries to figure out how to survive suburban america with her husband kids and sister and it is T-V-M-A-L for provocative dialogue. And after seeing the scenes, yeah, I see why. Um, I did see clips of uh, the show this week on Twitter. Um, it seems like it's trying to have some important conversations. Right. Um, the one, the clip that I kept seeing uh, was regarding like LGBT community. And, oh, yeah. We're um, in the kitchen. Identity and, you know, acceptance. And mm-hmm. I think um, I... Yeah, I think that this this is a show that's probably taken directly from this woman's experience. Oh, absolutely. Like, this is her experience. Absolutely. So like, um, and I think that that's what, where it's at. It, you got Tammy Roman on there, who... Is um, the best part about the show. Seems to be doing really great work and, you know, that kind of stuff. But, I, you know, hey, if it's having these conversations, good. Um, if this is the way that people get them, great. Because... Um, the demographic for a show like Miss Pat's, I feel like, is like my mama and them. Absolutely. That's why it's on BET Plus. And so that's like, yeah, like if you're going to get it, good. Like, let's have that, like, have that conversation. Right. I think for me, is it a show that I would watch? No. I think it's very good storylines and um, the, the good, the bones for good writing are there. But I don't think the acting is there for a lot of the cast. I think Tammy Roman is surprisingly one of the better performances from the the clips that I've seen. Tammy's been working, baby. And she's, she's yeah, been she's, been she's been doing her thing, consistently working and getting she's, better at acting she's, and she's a, it's showing. Opposite Octavia Spencer. Yeah, it's um, showing. So I am proud that she is. And Ron Cephas Jones, I think, continually yeah. moving and pushing in and moving forward and keeping herself relevant. So, but for the show itself, ah. Uh, I'll unfortunately have to give it a flat. I'm giving it a fizz. Like I said, if it's bringing mm-hmm. some conversations that need to happen, I'll give it a fizz and like let's make sure that they're happening yeah. um, and that they continue. So. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, all right, that's all I got. You got anything else? No, that's it for me. Marcus, what are you walking away with this episode? Don't walk. With? 
away, boy. Don't hey, walk away. My love won't hurt you. You better, you better sing no. for these people. Uh, what am I taking away? Um, with your famous saying, "Don't shoot yourself in the foot, child." Um, OnlyFans, I yeah. don't see it for you, girl. I don't think you're gonna make it. Uh, without this content, you know, and these sex workers who are pretty much holding up your entire platform. Um, yeah, so always know your roots. Know yourself. Know your roots. Know, you know, your foundation and your base. And you try to get too fancy and you forget about your base and that could spell disaster. So. Yeah. Um, I want to say something that I'm not necessarily taking from this week. It's just a message to everybody out there. Okay. If you don't have nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all. Who, who are you referring to? Everything that happened this week with Lizzo um, uh, yeah. and the whole stuff with social media and people just, once again, like, you do not have to tear down people. And I think that we, we are really bad as a culture about tearing down the people that are exalted, that get exalted for whatever reason. We... we we see it with Britney Spears. We're now seeing it with Lizzo. We see it with Meg gets, Anybody who gets a little shine, it's like, no, we have to figure out a way to tear them down. Um, Lizzo took to Instagram live earlier this week just like crying um, and talking about just all of the hate and vitriol that she gets from people online. Um, I love rumors. I love the video. I loved everything it's about true. it. Like yeah. We have to stop with, we have to stop with this agenda, agenda to kind of agenda. agenda. Is that um, a color? <laughs> yeah, we have to stop with this agenda to kind of get to want to bring people down to either where we think that they should be. Um, it, it's not right, and so if you don't have any, you don't have shit nice to say. Don't say nothing at all. That's that's what I'm leaving with today. And who is it a reflection of? You know. It, it, Beyond being a projection, is it a reflection of how unhappy you are with your life? Yeah. Gotta be. So, mm. so that's what I want to say. That's my message. Message. Out here today. All right. So, you can find us, uh, the podcast Cold Pop, on Instagram and Twitter at Cold Pop Show and on Facebook at Cold Pop Podcast. If you are feeling really froggy, head over to our YouTube at Cold Pop Show and check out some of the video content that we have there. Um, let me know what you were thinking at Trenton Rashad on Instagram and Twitter. And he said he didn't like doing intros and outros. I don't. I and really don't. See how and quick I don't. He and I. Into that. You know what? You just because I'm. Into that. Just because I'm excellent yeah. and great at it yeah. and unmatched in exactly. it doesn't mean that I enjoy doing it. Anywho, um, follow me on all the socials at Marcus Drew Steele with an E on the end, and don't forget to let us know. Um, your thoughts about this week's spill segment on Instagram? There will probably be a Twitter question or something like that. Then we're gonna do a Twitter question. Yeah, let's do it and let like a Jay, poll or something. Can you write that down? Yeah. Um, all right. Well, thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch y'all next week. Bye. All right, y'all.